Welcome to Dentai's Chats, where we give you five minutes of health news because you care about health, but you just don't want to spend too much time learning about it. Our lives are filled with a constant inner dialogue. And while this might not make all that much sense, I mean, who are you actually talking to? It is no doubt ever-present. And a fair percentage of that conversation is based around promises we make to ourselves. I don't want to do this today, but you better believe I'm going to do it tomorrow. And while an outsider might just see this as procrastination, we have an incredible ability to continue to convince ourselves that we are being very legitimate with these promises and we will follow through come the following day. There's also the justifications we provide ourselves to do what we know isn't the best thing. I'm going to eat this terrible food because I worked out. Now, you may stay committed to this logic for some period of time, but eventually most people slip and just come up with a new rationalization. Yeah, sure, I didn't work out, but God, I've worked so hard at work this week, so I'm allowed to have this piece of cake. A recent study dealt with this pattern as it related to drug use, and specifically the promise so many of us have made and will make. I'm only going to do drugs on the weekends. Just the weekends. It's not that bad, right? Everyone can let loose. A study in the Annals of Family Medicine showed that 54% of people who make that very promise, just Friday, Saturday, Sunday, actually take drugs on other days of the week as well. A large body of research has shown that the American way of working, which now involves sitting for long periods of time, Hell, the American way of living, which involves sitting for long periods of time, is a great way to increase your chances of diabetes, of heart disease, of kidney problems, just a lot of unpleasant things. And we've even seen some research that has shown that you can't just reverse these effects by going and working out, which in a way kind of takes us back to where we started. You don't get to just sit for six hours and watch TV because you ran in the morning. Those negative effects of sitting for six hours are the same whether you ran or didn't run in the morning, or, or so some of this research shows. Anyway, that's not even the research we're here to talk about. We know that some people are trying to combat this reality with standing desks and treadmill desks and things that are kind of crazy and not all that realistic for everyone. I mean, cool ideas, all, all in favor of them, but it's just not going to work for everybody and not... Everyone is working at, you know, a hip new startup that has this type of health consciousness. So what can you do? You can get up and walk for two minutes per hour. Two minutes. See, this is the type of goal that I feel like is more achievable for most people. And yes, you might be thinking to yourself, who is not walking for two minutes? Aren't you going to the bathroom? Aren't you taking a phone call? Aren't you doing, you know, things? You're not just sitting for the entire time. One if you're thinking that you're wrong, there are a lot of people who are just sitting straight for the 60 minutes. And two, if you are getting those two minutes, you could potentially gain some additional benefits by doubling your walking time per hour. In this study, there was a 33% reduction in premature death from the group of walkers. Now, this is an observational study. That means that it is ripe to be riddled with flaws. So why am I reporting it? Because I just don't see the downside in this. Maybe the evidence isn't that strong. Maybe the benefits aren't that great. 
But I just can't see a scenario where getting up and walking for an extra two minutes an hour, knowing all that we know about the dangers of sitting for extended periods of time, and we know that from very legitimate studies, that this wouldn't be a net win. This is something where having those activity trackers, specifically the pedometers, could help because we know that people, when they first get the tracker, they improve their number of steps. We just don't know if that behavior continues years down the road. If it does, it could be a really significant improvement in the health or a country. Of course, everyone would have to get these trackers, but that's a whole nother story. There is nonstop conversation about healthy eating in this country as it relates to obesity. But I mean, it's only like a third of the country that's obese. 91% of the country has one or more tooth that has been treated or needs to be treated for tooth decay. And yes, what you eat has an effect on tooth decay. Dentize.com.